It's show 90 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, the industry news and Jeff Green of AccuShred. This show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. Last week at the Prism Conference in Las Vegas, I had a chance to take a look at a new mobile app that ties in tandem solutions and O'Neill's connector tool such that a client simply requests a box or file from their their mobile device and it talks to the file track document system and it seamlessly routes the request to your record center and the client just does it all from the convenience of their phone. Now this is one of the cool things that O'Neill's doing in connection with In Tandem Solutions who's a partner of theirs and their RM Bridge backend solution. And if you're interested in learning more about that, you can do so at O'Neillsoft.com. Show 90? Did I see that correctly? Wow, that's cool. It's been a long time and we got many great shows to go, so let's get this one started. Welcome to the Rim 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 Pro Reports, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. Let's just end. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Hello, it's me and I am welcoming you back to the show. I'm glad you're here with us today. Thanks for joining us. Today on the show, we're going to talk to Jeff Green. Jeff is the sales and marketing manager at AccuShred in Toledo, in the Toledo area. Jeff is someone I've been observing for a while now, and he's been a featured speaker at a few of the NAID conferences as it relates to social media. In fact, he's become known as the Shred World pioneer in social media, so I feel pretty good grateful and honored to have him on the show today to share his story his perspective with us he's one of those guys that just is doing great stuff and i really wanted a chance and i've been wanting to have him on the show for a while and so i'm glad to have this opportunity to share with him today but before we get jeff on the line i want to get you caught up on the latest industry news last week's prism conference in las vegas brought the end of an era in prism Jim Booth and the current staff team from Garner, North Carolina, were honored with their service and the many years of service they've provided uh, the industry as the transition to a new team and staff will take place over the end of this month. We also got a chance to meet many of the new AMC team members. In fact, Dave Burgesson uh, was at the conference and agreed to be on the show in a few weeks' time so that you can get to know him better in this kind of setting but today I want to make sure we wish as an industry, Melissa, Wendy, Kathy, and Sam great success in where they go from here. They've done a lot for the industry and contributed much. And as someone who has worked with them much over the last 10 years, actually 10 or 12 years, I think it is now, but I really appreciate the work they've done. And to Jim Booth as well. Jim will actually be with us on the show next week and talk a little bit about his history at PRISM, the things he's learned, some of the, the interesting stuff along 
along the way, and that's going to be a great show to uh, sort of transition with Jim Booth and talk to him more about what's happening. So I'd love you to be back with us next week as we talk to Jim. In other news, looks like the recall sale is delayed again and will likely take a few more months to, to get to completion. As of yesterday, Brambles was also holding discussions with Shreddit and Cintas. Reports indicate that the previous private equity suitors, Apollo and Onyx, lost some of their interest due to the substantial valuation gap. Bramble seems to be wanting $2 billion for this and didn't seem like Onyx or Apollo were all that interested in that valuation. So who knows what's happening? Officially yesterday, Bramble's put out that the sale transition is going to take a few more months. So we'll wait and see what happens in that case. Iron Mountain just released its compliance benchmark report. This report is the results of an examination of over 3,000 organizations, public, private, government, and not-profits. Two of the significant findings of the report are this. Despite great investments in their information management programs, most organizations still struggle with properly implementing those programs and getting employees to comply with them, putting them at risk for information loss, regulatory non-compliance, and litigation. And while an increasing number of companies have one policy for handling paper documents and electronic files, the pervasive growth of new record sources like Twitter, Wikis, collaborative software applications like Microsoft SharePoint, and the like threaten their ability to keep these policies current and compliant. So that's interesting stuff. A lot more information around that. And if you catch the show early enough today, you can also log in and catch the webinar that's actually about the findings of this particular compliance benchmark report. I'm scheduled to be on that call today, so I'm, I'm interested in hearing what they have to say. Speaking of webinars... I've got a few coming up myself in the next week or so. I'll be delivering some webinars on content marketing strategies. One of those webinars will be focused more on shred-only operations, and in a couple of weeks, one will be more focused on comprehensive RIM service providers. The goal of these is to teach you or those who attend the webinars I'll be providing really the use of content marketing as a part of your complete marketing plan. Content marketing, some other people call it inbound marketing, is really aligning with what search engine optimization is really moving towards. It's really the new state of how things are happening. Content is the new driver of leads in many cases. And so we're going to be talking about what that means and what that's all about. I'll give you more details on that in the next couple of shows. Nate is also holding webinars through the summer and lots of different things from social media. Actually, Jeff Green, who's going to be on the show today, is doing one of those shows or one of those webinars. And there's a whole bunch of other really interesting stuff that, that Nate's producing in terms of webinars during the summer season. So you can check out their series on the Nade website. Finally, and this is interesting, FamilyPetRecords.com is a new site that will help pet owners with the management of their pet-related data. Lest you think our industry is stagnant, this record-keeping website for pets is more proof of the transitions that are happening in our records and information management world. I thought that was an interesting item that showed up on the boards this week. Hey, that's it for the news. If you have news you want to share, you're doing something interesting, you're doing something cool or innovative, or if you just got a great story, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email or fill out a form on the RIM Pro Report website, and we'd love to talk further. I'm going to get Jeff Green on the phone, so if you'd hang on for a second, I will get him. 
Jeff Green is sales and marketing manager at AccuShred in the Toledo area. He's a top 20 under 40 award recipient and probably a whole lot more that I don't even know about. As a result, I'm really glad to welcome him. Jeff, are you on the line? I am. Thanks so, so much for having me here, Tom. Oh, man, it's great to have you on the RIMPRO Report. You, as best I can tell, are somewhat like the Energizer Bunny. You go and go and go. you got a ton of stuff going on. So if I could point blank ask you, what's the most exciting thing you're doing right now? Oh, my gosh, Tom. It's Seriously, it's living life. I, mean, I, I do so much throughout my day. And, I mean, if you look at my cell phone records, I'm, you know, I'm swinging deals at AccuShred. I'm, I'm constantly helping grow the business there. Um, I'm managing the nonprofit organization Be Instrumental that provides musical education resources to underserved children. And, you know, I'm I'm a father of two uh, very young children and happily married. So, you know, it's, life is just busy. Yeah, I love it. Wow, that's so cool to hear. So let's step back a little bit and talk about AccuShred, your role there. And you you mentioned that a little bit, but how did you first end up at AccuShred? What's what's the story of getting there? Actually, I came from the banking industry, and one of my contacts in the Toledo area had mentioned to me, he said, Jeff, if you're, never, if you're not happy in the banking industry, I have an interesting opportunity for you. One of my clients is looking for a sales manager. And, uh, but hear me out, hear me out, because it's an interesting industry, a bit different from the banking industry, but um, I think you'll like it because it's extremely entrepreneurial, and they do a very good job with their marketing. I think that you'll add a lot of value to the company. So I learned about the opportunity at AccuShred and started doing more research in the industry and thought, you know what, yeah, it is a sort of a blue-collar industry, but with the idea of you know, positioning yourself and branding yourself, you know, I, I really think that this would be a good opportunity. So I met with my mentor at the bank, and I said, hey, I, Jeff, I've got this opportunity doing this in the document destruction industry. And he said, Jeff, take that job. I said, why? He said, well, first of all, you will always have a job here at the bank. We'll write you letters of recommendation. You can always come back here to the bank. But things are about to hit the fan. And sure enough, that's, that was when the collapse, you had Bear Stearns and the collapse of the banking industry, wow. and people lost their jobs left and right. So I'm very fortunate. In essence, my, my mentor at the bank was a guardian angel. And ever since then, May of 2008, I haven't looked back, and, and AccuShred is growing steadily, and, and I love what I do. Yeah. So you're officially the sales and marketing manager, which means what's kind of your agenda on a daily basis? Oh, well, you name it. I mean, you can add operations in there as well there, Tom. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but, you know, my phone is never off. So, you know, 24-7, I'll get calls from or emails uh, from, from prospects or customers wanting service and whatnot. So I'm constantly following up with the customers. But, you know, we, we roll in about 7.30. What I started doing to add a little bit of spice to the organization was I, I found that I looked for quotes of the day, something motivational, something exciting, something inspirational. I'll type them out on the computer, print it out, and cut a strip and place that on each employee's desk. Or even with the drivers, I put them on, in their paperwork the day's route. Wow. So that I start my day off that way. It's awesome seeing the guys come in. At 8 o'clock in the morning, they're, they're excited to face the day, and all of a sudden, bam, they get this quote of the day, and they sit there for five minutes, and we have this discussion about the quote, and you see now that they're excited and motivated to provide good customer service to our clients. I love starting my day off with a bang. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, uh, you, you never know. In the document destruction industry, you know, things change. You, you might have a truck break down. You might, have, uh, you might have to go help out on a, a large file purge. You might... You know, today I'm up in the Detroit, Michigan area, 
Um, actually, following up on some some leads that I've had that I generate actually through the use of social media. So I'm up here today trying to drum up some more business, and yeah, you, know, you never know. So, what are some of the profound frustrations you face every day in selling shred services? I don't really consider things frustrating because I look at really any objection as just an opportunity. But you know, you get the whole pricing issue. Oh, look at that! Here I'm. To the left of me is Old Tiger Stadium. Yeah. It's fantastic. Beautiful. But, yeah, I don't really see too, too many challenges. But you get the pricing. You get, oh, we, you know, we're happy with our current vendor. Um, you get, oh, we shred ourselves. But then once you sit down and, and determine whether or not that is a good customer for you, then selling security and selling cost savings and just basically adding to their bottom line these customers, so I'm, you know, you're selling profits. That's what that's what I like to say is I'm selling profits. Right. Employees who are actually doing the shredding, you know, now they can do something else and actually generate profits for the business owners. So you're not, and this is just an assumption on my part, but having watched sort of, you know, the the economics of North America, the Detroit Toledo area has been hit pretty hard economically, has it not? Oh yeah, I, I'm driving down Michigan Avenue right here in Detroit. And, I see all these empty buildings, and I see a lot of the the will work for food type people, you know, with their signs out. And, and it, everywhere you go in Northwest Ohio, Southeast Michigan, it it's just a sign of despair. But you have to continue to maintain that positive attitude. I mean, I'm here producing opportunities for for quite a few people at Acu Shred. You know, running the nonprofit at Be Instrumental, we're helping children with musical education. You know, so. We continue to, or at least I continue to, have that, that positive mental attitude yeah. and say, hey, I can really change the world. And then the way I look at it is here in, in this economic downtime is this is an opportunity to succeed. So where does that, where does that mindset come from? You've, you've got this, there's this sense that you're going to change the world and you've got something uh, wonderful to give it. And even in terms of the business, the way you, you walk into your business or into the business of AccuShred every day, there's this underlying attitude. Where does that come from? Where, where did that, where did that genesis occur? You, you got something that a lot of other people don't walk into life with. In my life, I've always had positive role models. Even when some, something is negative, I always try to find the positive in that particular individual. Everybody has some sort of positive trait. Yeah. So I, I try to take that and I learn from those experiences. Even if I've had a negative boss or a bad boss or something like that, I say, gosh, well, I can improve upon this or I'm, I'll make sure when I'm in that position, I won't do this. So everything is a learning experience, but my mom gave me my solid roots. She's been with me from day one, right? So yeah. I've been with, with her from day one. I don't know how that works. But my mom you know, has always told me, Jeff, smile is free, so why don't you give it away? Well, I noticed you posted that on your Twitter account the other day. Why aren't people's social media profile pages smiling? Didn't you say that? I did. I did. And it's, it's funny. The reason I said that was I had someone in the insurance industry contact me out of the blue on LinkedIn. And it was a contact that I've known in the past, but they wanted to set up a time to reconnect. And I'm looking at his profile picture, and it's a glare. It's a frown. And I'm just thinking, is he happy doing what he's doing? Yeah. And I know he wants to talk to me about insurance, and, and do I really want to give somebody business who's just not happy, passionate about what he or she's doing? Absolutely not. 
You're considered, speaking of social media, you're somewhat now considered the industry guru in this whole field of social media. So tell me about your foray into social media. What got you started on it, especially as it relates to AccuShred? Because, yeah, I, I know it was around when the banking industry collapsed, but you, you've kind of grabbed it by the horns and gone with it. Tell me a little bit about the genesis of that idea or that passion in you. <laughs> well, I've been on Facebook since it was the Facebook at Michigan State University when you had to have a uh, .edu email address. And the only reason I actually got into it was actually, was a way that I could stalk ex-girlfriend. Wow. And it was great, right? Right. Um, and you know, I was successful with that. I found out some information, but, <laughs> after, <laughs> but after a while, you know, I think, Hey, how can I use this to increase my visibility as a way to increase sales presence and marketing presence in a particular industry? Right. Now, social media is extremely highly regulated in the financial industry and in, in, in banking in specific. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, what I found was I was the only banker that was at the time using LinkedIn. And I was, I was doing, I was using LinkedIn. I was researching all the different business owners. And if there was a new business coming into Northwest Ohio, you know, how could I contact this person to, about business loans and setting up checking accounts for their, you know, for their employees. So I was really getting my information you know, and, and helping myself increase visibility and, and, and in turn, you know, my pocketbook. Right. Um, but when I came over to AccuShred, I was thinking, you know, how do we market this a little bit differently? We do a fantastic job wrapping our trucks and great direct mail pieces, and we have a great trade show presence. Um, but how do we use this thing called the Internet to increase our presence and, and you know, the bottom line? Yeah. So I created a MySpace account. This is back in May of 2008. MySpace. Wow. Wow. And, uh, yeah. In fact, we still have an AccuShed still has a MySpace account. Uh, is that site even up and running? I don't know. Yeah, it is. I, but, I, I got a space in there, but it's predominantly become a band zone now. It's very much centered around music. Yeah, it's actually a really cool site, and, and a lot of uh, great performers are getting to start on there now. but. To do to do business to business sales marketing, I uh, I don't think MySpace is, was quite it. Right. But but uh, kudos to the owners of AccuShred, Nate and Barry, and and originally they said, you know what, I don't know if our our, our target market is on is on the internet. You know, but we we we're in the phone book. We do cold calls. We do things like this. This is how we do it. And uh, so I said, basically, better to ask forgiveness than permission. And I created a Facebook front page <laughs> for AccuShred. And then, you know, our phone started ringing. Our email, my email started, my email box started getting dings on an hourly basis. And, and these were things coming from social media, coming directly from Facebook. Saw your company on Facebook, you know, what is it you do? Or do you recycle computers? Or, or you know, hey, I've got 20 boxes that need to be shredded. Can you help us out with that? Right. And once the sales started coming in, you know, management or ownership started thinking a little bit differently. Well, you know, maybe this is the future. So then I, then I created a Twitter page, LinkedIn I'd always been using, and um, business, is, business is great. You, and I, can, I know that it's successful because we have a Google Analytics account, and I can track where my clicks are coming from. And a good 65% of our internet traffic now is coming as specifically from Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Wow. So where is the real action from your perspective in social media? And, and I'm talking about because you went back to the owners of your company and said, 
hey, we're, we're getting some results. So if you were pie chart that, where's the biggest piece of pie? Because I think there's a lot of stuff out there. And with the advent of Google+, and I know you talked about this at the NAID conference and you continue to talk about it. But if, if I had to hold a gun to your head and you had to drop everything else that you were doing and save one social media channel, which one would you save? Well, you know, it's a, it's a difficult question because right now a majority of our clicks come from Facebook. The However, clicks Facebook is, it, go ahead. The clicks come from Facebook, you're saying? Yeah, most clicks from social media uh, come from Facebook wow. to our website. Wow. Um, and let's say AccuShred gets about 50 clicks a day for, uh, onto our website. Um, the, we get between 20 and 30 actually come from social media channels. Wow. A majority of them come from Facebook. However, as you're just starting out, Facebook is can be difficult to navigate through. Um, I'd be glad to, to help anybody start, set up a Facebook account, set up their social media channels. But Facebook, because there's nearly a billion people and companies on Facebook, that's a lot to wade through. Yeah. Twitter, I've really start, started to get a good feel for, and I've really had some fun with Twitter. And the more I use it, the more and the more interesting that I make my posts as they relate to AccuShred, I can I can point people specifically to specific pages right on the, the AccuShred website, and so I can see then you know at what times are people search, or what times are people clicking on things and yeah. what's important to them and what type of posts are people clicking on and then Google Plus has its has its place too because Google is the search giant right you know most searches are coming from Google now not Yahoo not Ask.com not Lycos anything like that so. Google owns that, and if you're not on Google+, Plus, you're really missing out in terms of search engine optimization. And then LinkedIn, because that's been your, your longest buddy, it seems like, in this equation. Yeah. So LinkedIn, what's it doing for you? Well, LinkedIn is the best website out there in terms of business-to-business sales. And I, so I sometimes I balk at talking about this because I don't want my competition knowing my secrets. Okay, well but, then, 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 then don't give it away. It's just you know yeah. I I understand because because the because uh, part of what you start doing is creating a a momentum for yourself that other people can't quite figure out. The the cool thing that I I see in you though is um, most people aren't willing to get into complex marketing. Most people want simple marketing. And my sense with you in, in the understanding of the multiplicity of social media channels you're using is you have a complex understanding of and a complex implementation of marketing, which to me is where real success starts coming from. So even if even if you did share a bit of it, most people wouldn't follow it because it's complex. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And, and, and sales is hard work and a lot of a lot of people that I've met don't want to put in that hard work yeah and especially with LinkedIn because the amount of research that is the amount of information that's available to anyone that wants to put in the time to research it yeah is just infinite yeah if I want to know about uh, you know a particular company who the executives are I could find out exactly who the who reports to those executives from on LinkedIn, I can contact those people directly. Start asking questions. They take them out for a cup of coffee. Get to know who the executives are, and then bam! Hey, by the way, you know, tell me about your security measures. Tell me about your record management. Tell me about your record retake. Whatever you have, now we can start that conversation, and, and ultimately it can lead to a sale. Did anyone take you up on lunch? Because I noticed on a tweet or a LinkedIn post you made, you asked 
anyone in your network if they're willing to do lunch with you. Oh my gosh, I'm stuffed right now. Seriously, I know. I just uh, I just met a fellow up in the Detroit area uh, for a cup of coffee, who's a contact of mine on LinkedIn, and and he's actually in the records management industry. He does record storage, and he's a very good partner of mine. I actually got about nine responses from my contacts. Unfortunately, seven of them were from different parts of the country. Uh, <laughs> but you know, if I had my own private jet, I would be there. And I'm right. Happy. Looking back on all of the social media related stuff that you've done, have you had a just a monster monster client that's come directly from that channel that you had no connection to in any other way, shape, or form? Yes and no. I'm going to answer it that way. My best story I love to tell, my favorite story, is with this particular fellow that I had met at the Michigan CPA show. You know how the accountants are, a little dry, a little difficult to, to get to open up. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned to me, he said, you know, we use a particular company, you know, why don't you stay in touch with me and you know, I'd be interested in getting a proposal or whatever. From you. So I followed up with him after the show, never heard from him. Kept calling, sent letters, you know, sent emails, never got, you know, just kept getting the door shut in my face. So finally, what I, I, I looked him up on LinkedIn and I saw that he was, I'm not joking when I say this, but he was the vice president, I believe it was the Michigan Scotch Association or something like that. And I did some research on that. And so I mailed him a bottle of Glenlivet 12. And I said, hey, so-and-so, call me. Let's have a drink. <laughs> I swear. The next day I received a phone call from him saying, you know what, this is the best door opener I've ever seen. Let's have that drink. He, he switched to me that day. And they've been a great client ever since. Oh, that's and I hilarious! Found that, I found that information out on LinkedIn, and I, you know, to this day, I'll continue to tell that story because I, I love it. But it's also about thinking outside the box, Tom. And yeah. and and a lot of our, a lot of folks just don't want to put in that time, or the effort, or the financial resources to to go out and buy that, you know, to buy that bottle of scotch. Well, I think the point you've just raised there is such a profound one as it relates to how people use social media. Because I, I think one of the mistakes so many people make is they see social media as another platform to just pitch all the time. And I, I think what you just said there is one of the, to me, one of the huge opportunities in social media is the ability to watch and listen and learn as opposed to pitch. Oh, hands down, hands down. And what uh, what is uh, what's the saying? God gave us what? Two, uh, two, two ears, ears and one mouth, right? Because we need to listen in twi twice as often as we talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's that's really true. And and actually, what I've learned from social media too is, you know, on Facebook, I used to say, oh, if you need document destruction services, you know, contact AccuShred. If you need paper shredding services, contact AccuShred. Computer recycling, contact AccuShred. People turn that off. Yeah. And yeah. they they tune it out, and then they then they hit X, and then you lose you you lose your friendship over that on Facebook and Twitter. You lose followers. Yeah. So what I started doing and has been really successful is just trying to start a conversation with folks. You know, here these are the top ten tips to prevent identity theft. And then on my personal page currently, I on Twitter I'm talking about the the forty eight laws of power. If you've been following me at Jeffrey underscore Green, um, and I've created some great conversation with a lot of folks that I not I wouldn't normally talk to on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. And it's actually, it's actually led Paul Garfunkel over at Intech Leasing in New Jersey um, called me up one day on Friday afternoon. He called me up and he said, hey, 
you know, you know, where are you getting this information? This is some good information. And we had, we got started getting into this long conversation. So now I've got a great friendship and a good, great relationship with Paul Garfunkel in New Jersey. Well, and that's that's where I see, and I've been watching you. I, I think I've told you this, and and this is not to freak you out, or I've not been stalking you like you did your ex girlfriend on early Facebook, <laughs> but I, I've watched what you do, and what intrigues me, and what's appealing about what you do is you seem to approach it very different than most people in our industry. Like I said, many people just seem to drop pitches all the time as opposed to having unique conversations from not just what's happening in this industry, but your 48 laws of success and, and you know, different things that are really what many of us in the world want to talk about. At the end of the day, most of us don't want to deal with shredding issues. That's, that's not high on our radar. We all need it. We know it's appropriate. But the relationship isn't built by selling shredding. The relationship is built by understanding who people are and communicating with them on things that are more appealing and interesting to them. Yeah, I think that's a very important point. And I believe that you're constantly selling yourself. And then once people re- you know, feel they know, they like me, they trust me, they're going to say, you know what? The next time that I've got that file purge or I could use a, a container for my regular paperwork, I'm going to contact you yeah. because I know that's what he does. You, you've you mentioned, and we could go on for, for hours on this. I know you and I could talk probably for an hour, but we only have 20 or so minutes. You're a music guy. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Tell me a little bit more about Be Instrumental because I, I think that's really a part of who you are. It seems to just come out of you, but tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, what Be Instrumental is, is a 501c3 organization that provides musical education resources to the underserved children in Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan. And ultimately, what we like to say is that we're changing the world one note at a time. And uh, developed the idea started out of another organization that I have that basically takes business ideas and turns them into tangible businesses. And the first idea that came to us was this name, Be Instrumental. I said, that's a fantastic name. Yeah. What should we do with it? And so we, we went out, we actually trademarked the name, and we, we incorporated and formed the 51C3 because there's a need here. And in, in Toledo, Ohio, the Toledo Public Schools have completely eliminated the $7 million budget for the arts. So our kids are no longer getting musical education, any of the arts and culture that I grew up with. And it's a fact that 70% of Fortune 500 CEOs have musical education in their background. So if we eliminate this, if this critical component to our educational system, you know, what are our kids going to grow up to be doing? Wow. I well, see it with my, with my son, Gabe, who's two years old. And part of the instrumental, we, um, we receive donated musical instruments that we provide to students free of charge. So I have a garage and a basement full of all kinds of instruments. But my two-year-old Gabe sits there for 15 minutes at a time on the piano, on the xylophone. He plays the harmonica. And I can see the wheels in his head start turning. Yeah. And he's so advanced for his age in music. I believe that part of the musical education is, is helping him with that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a, I have a degree in music myself, so I, I am passionate about that. And that's why I wanted to talk about it, because to me, it's such a compelling thing you're doing with that. That's, it's so cool. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. It really is. It's a, it's a labor of love. Yeah. There are five of us that help start this up, my wife, myself, and uh, three other folks. And my, our $10 an hour intern makes more money than we do at this. 
and and we're putting in so much time and effort, and, and it's but but it's also I I throw that back. It's gotten AccuShred a tremendous amount of business because we go back to the social media and, and developing a personal profile and, yeah. and a brand for yourself, and and people have gotten to know us as gosh, these guys are good. You know, yeah. these guys are doing great for our community. What does Jeff do for a living? Right, and then it gets back to the whole AccuShred thing and and your business. It has been growing since we started being instrumental. Wow, I am I, I am cheering like crazy for you. That is so cool. I'm I'm excited by that part of of your life, but I'm I'm also, you know, it seems so cool that it comes back to you in many ways, and that's often what becomes really intriguing about doing the kind of work you're doing is that you put it out there, you work hard, you go like you know, you go like crazy to accomplish cool stuff and. It, it might not all come back instantly, but over time, that that residual value starts showing back up into the, your business and into your pocketbook and and those kind of things, which I think makes it makes it a wonderful adventure. And I I can sense by talking to you that that's what's happening. Yeah, that that is what's happening. But but I'll tell you what, I've never ever ever thought about my pocketbook first. Yeah. And if anything, I think about my my colleagues' part pocketbook pocketbooks before I do mine. Say, hey, how can I help you grow your business? Oh, by the way, hey, have you called? Have you tried calling this person? You know, this person would be a great resource for you, because I truly believe that helping other people will will just help me as well. And it's I guess helping if I if I look if I can call myself selfish in that regard, I'm selfish because I'm helping other people. But uh, that's truly how I live my life. Yeah. Well, you're a good man. You are a, a a wonderful example to our industry. You are doing exciting and cool stuff, and for that, I am I am incredibly uh, grateful for your presence in the industry because I I think you're teaching us all something. So, thanks for being a part of the show today, Jeff. It's been great to have you on the RimPro Report, and it's great to share your story and continued success. I suspect that you'll continue to be uh, on the top twenty under forty until you hit that magical age where. Uh, all of a sudden, things change in life. Oh, uh, my bones are already starting to freak out. Yeah, I bet. Hey, great chatting with you. All right, thanks so much. Well, there you have it. Another great show complete. Jeff Green is smoking these days. It's cool to watch. I'm grateful for him being on our 90th show today. I'm also grateful that you showed up. I appreciate your willingness to listen in, and I hope just from that conversation with Jeff, you got some great ideas, specifically as it relates to marketing, specifically as it relates to understanding how to do social media. Special thanks goes to O'Neill Software for sponsoring the show each and every week. I took a bigger look during the PRISM conference last week at their RM Bridge cloud solution. I've got to say, I am impressed at how this process is changing the way your clients will be able to work and access their records seamlessly, intuitively with the RM Bridge making it all happen in the background. I encourage you to check it out more at O'Neillsoft. Dot com. Well, that's it for us. I hope you have a great week. We're going to have a great show for you next week with Jim Booth on the show for his final episode as the executive director of Prism International. Other than that, I hope you have a good one. We will see you next week. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. 
This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.